Welcome to the Fish Tea Podcast, where we talk about LGBTQ politics, pop culture, growing up in the Caribbean, life in the diaspora, and the work it takes to sustain love, life, and laughter in the midst of all the white noise. I'm M. I'm Glenroy. And I'm Kareem. We're giving you everything, honey. Get into this mug. We're serving you a hot cup of fish tea. Bottoms up. Bottoms up. <laughs> 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 what, you forget to give out after a while, Kareem? Hmm? Yeah. Yeah, well. Yes. <laughs> One of those moments. <laughs> Come and say, she knows that she left right Lanville though even there, even if Lanville was here. <laughs> Did I work out the um the a, the alphabetical order and I'm ahead? And then when we hear M go, I say, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so how have y'all been M? Who menace from up to kill filler? Right, me see I post up picture with people, but my last thing on how you been, girl? It's been a roller coaster, but I'm in high spirits, better spirits now, my love. Um, I did sick. I was sick. Um, over the the end, towards the end of last week, but um, nothing major. We just have this long-standing issue where ever so often it decides to show up in head and whatever. But I'm good now. I'm here, ready to go. Okay. School. School is going. Still stressful assignments every week. I don't even want to talk about it. It's just there right now. I'm at that point. <laughs> I mean, a year one. You're right. It's supposed to be like that, actually. It's supposed to over-obsess um, about year one and feel stressed out. Then year two, you say, look, if I dirt, I dirt, you know, I'm not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, it look, it look like me, I, me I fast-track it because... I'm already there at the dirt part, so. <laughs> Cream? Oh, God, my day are, we feel nice. You know, some look different. I <laughs> <laughs> do my ear, I do my nails, I get a shape up, I feel human again. Yesterday, I tried to go to New York, but New York not really keeps so. <laughs> so tell me something. Is yeah. it that hobby back on for I mean, we're actually acting, but you know, you know, not 200, but I was left with the doctor for this, so, 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 but it was, it was cute. Come on, my business, Glenn, right? Shade, give me one of your tips. One of your tips last, even if you're not Definitely. Sure did. Sure did. I said, hey, listen oh. to this. <laughs> we'll, we're trying some of these. And we definitely did. And it was, I was like, oh, okay. All right, friend. I, I, I know what is up next. I'm telling Shadi if we'll come back. <laughs> Keeping marriages together. Right. Hello. <laughs> but it was, everything was good work. otherwise. Right. Doing the Lord's work. Everything was good otherwise. Um, I'm still, I tried. Listen to me. Should I try to get this dissertation on and popping? But it's fine. It'll if I dirt, I dirt. It will get finished when it gets when it gets finished. Okay. And Glenn, why? What about you, darling? Um, this I mean, for the past few weeks, I give myself lighter stuff to do with work because I never want to over stress myself. Right. Um, but you know, some decisions to be made, and I think I made those. Um some stuff to reorganize internally. Um, but we in a lockdown and just say no weekends for the next three weeks. Some of them friend yard. I eat up look of free food. We just wake up, roll out of the bed, I roll into some breakfast. And if I did my yard, that would not happen. So I appreciate the little niceness right now. Let's get rid of me. I don't wonder why people think I'm not there. But that's, not, <laughs> that's something for now. I did not say who. I did not say who. You are hateful. <laughs> Bitter. <laughs> my friend is just supporting, but I'm not just new on there. My friend Regina is here as well, right? So we wanted to do um, the Ochi weekend for Easter, but as that I'm going to say, well, some people have it. Some people can't extend the three day into five days at Avila. I don't really have it. As well, you know, it's about to business me, do. And the battle is not necessarily equal riches. So that I go work. So I don't know what we're gonna do next week, but my definitely sure say one of the week them. Whenever I did that me, I just by myself, 
Just I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go. So, but yeah, I mean, a lot happened on Twitter yesterday, like a lot. <laughs> so I'm just gonna stay away from all of it. Like, I mean, some serious issues are being talked about, but I sometimes I wonder if the pandemic hasn't also kind of added to the level of agitation that people are at. So as best as I can, I just keep going from it. Okay, you know, we still have to take the energies and all of them stuff there. So at this in the day. Okay. So today we have a lovely episode lined up. I'm very, very excited. I'm very excited. This reminds me of oh uh, oh damn I did come on. It's season two or yeah. Yes, yeah. season two. Yes, I'm very, very excited. Today, we're talking about a rather nuanced issue, because I feel like a lot of people don't get it. So we're talking about pansexuality, what it means and what it looks like, and who better to have this conversation with than a singer, songwriter, and star who recently came out as pansexual, um, Dalton Harris, winner of X Factor UK, is here with us on the Fish Tea podcast. So let's give him a warm welcome to the Fish Teas. Welcome, Dalton. <laughs> well, well, go on. It was funny listening to the, the conversation um, a while ago. <laughs> it's like the banter is amazing. Well, go on. It's nice to, to be on here. My bridging look like you're living on a policy. Oh, the one who's doing fingernail, me, me listen, man, observe. But since the New York, now nah, keep. Yeah, <laughs> please. At the background, to make it full. The virtual background. <laughs> yeah, you have a good start to some of these virtual backgrounds. I'm making an ad. We need to Say no more. <laughs> um, so, Dalton, um, first of all, congrats on winning X Factor. Um, <laughs> Would love to hear about, you know, who inspires you musically, if you've always been a singer. Um, you've also won Rising Stars. Right? Yeah, when I was 15. Yeah. yeah, but long time. So from long time, yeah. What led you to singing? Oh, singing. Um, hold on. I mean, you know, something always come. Because growing up, my mom sang a lot around the house. My mother always sing. She had a whole cassette. Celine Dion, everything. She always put everything on the radio. And given I was a mama's boy, you know, I was a fellow of my mother. I'd just sing with her. And then, you know, singing became something I used to express. Somewhere I used to hide. Somewhere I used to play everything. So singing was a universe I created for myself. Realized I was good at it. Someone could have win things. You know, say, if the mother say, if you enter JCDC or Free KFC, that's obviously me gone. Um... <laughs> And as a kid, you're a kid, you just want the, the, the joyride to go out of, you know, the, the community. I never took it very seriously. But my mom says I told her that I'd be singing in arenas and it actually came true. So I guess, nice. you know, but singing is something I work on still. I wasn't always good. So I can't really say, oh, it's something that I did, you know. It made have to work hard, but I don't know. Okay. And who inspires you in terms of the um, which other musical artists? If you have any like specific inspiration, uh, Prince, Prince, um, the greats, um, Elvis, you know, um, Chavolta, um, Luther Vandross, Patti LaBelle. Um, to be honest, I have more women that inspire me than men. Um, it's just a preference, but um, and Janet Jackson, she's sexy as hell to me, too. So. Yeah, everybody, all the greats. Kenny Rogers, um, the Whitney, obviously. Mariah Carey, them people where I grew up on. Celine, we used to like copy or tone on certain things, you know. Um, even Cassie, you know, you know Cassie the, um, from Diddy, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> people are, yeah, man. Like, as you'd hear certain things, and as much as people might say it's a simple thing, sometimes you hear something on a record and to do it live, you know, it kind of helps you improve still. So there's always something good for I mean, listen everything and everybody to tell you the truth. <laughs> yeah. So did Prince inspire the hair too? Did who? The hair. No, the hair just still just uh, it. Honestly, on days it does what it does. It just uh, itself. You know what I'm saying? To the point of it. So. <laughs> All right. Prince inspired the yeah. fashion then. <laughs> I think about X Factor. I'm like. 
when you said Prince, I was like, give me seats, I think. <laughs> mm. I've never really been in, um, what Prince look, really? But Prince is big into leather, skinny pants. Um, skinny, the, 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 the tight pants. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> We're seeing more of the similarities than you are, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> But that's fine. Yeah. Fast or fast. Um, that's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a good comparison. That's a compliment. Yeah. yeah. All right. Over to y'all for the other questions. Anyway, so walk me through the X Factor experience. Because I, I would, mm-hmm. as somebody from Jamaica who did Digicel, who won Digicel, like what was yeah. it like going on to the X Factor experience? And how was that for you? Did you need a lot, a lot of like coaxing just to get to apply um, for the competition or you just saw it and I'm just like, you know what? I can do that. Dalton Harris money, may I do this? Bombo club. Oh, shit. You can't say that? Um, oh, take that out. Yeah. Um, X-Factor. You ask me all for things. Yeah. So, yeah, you do the JCDC and, and, and those things and um, Rising Stars to me was fun because I got, I made up to do a turn up and see you know, I never really see it as work. And mm-hmm. still to this day, I think the only thing that makes me see it as work is kind of the business side of it. Um, but that kind of prepare me still for X Factor because you just know you're on yourself in as you turn up for work, you know. Because um, I think the only difference with Jamaica being a singer, the same singer that was in a Jamaica and then going X Factor is I have less comfort. So it's not, we're not a big TV studio and the whole production and the budget and the money and the all of that, but you do have talent, you know, and sometimes when you when you, when you, when you don't have the means, it push you. So when you get in a place, you have the means, you can excel. But whenever, um, there's something more wonderful me about 17. Okay. Yeah. Is that not bad? <laughs> yeah. But the exact experience was fine. As I said, we just hold on head and focus. Really. And I wasn't there for friends or fun or to be a thing or get caught up. I was there to get a job done. Right. And hopefully have it be done with and start a career. Because the idea was to, 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 to bring my career somewhere where I didn't need to sing things I didn't believe in or you know, portray a certain thing. I didn't want my career in singing to be based on public opinion or much blank fire and dance. Mm. So, yeah, that was kind of what prompted me to start. My great Jamaica, go America, then do cruise ships, then come London. Okay. Yeah. Okay, right now. And? Right, so... Time to start like first on the business now because <laughs> um thanks thanks for that, um Dalton. All right, so I want to just start to start getting into um the journey you had um coming into your identity as a pansexual. Um I'm a, I'm I identify as a pansexual as well, um, much to the the confusion of many of my friends. Um <laughs> but <laughs> for you, um, what was that journey like? Particularly, you know, being a Jamaican person, um, mm-hmm. and what was that like being here versus um, being in London? Um, I think I've never truly felt like I'm in London, like as, as much as I'd like to think opposite. I am known, you know what I'm saying? Like people know me. So with that being said, when you're when you're in the public, you are always wherever your likeness is known. You know what I mean? So, as much as I may be, um, many people might think, you know, with the London and with this, and you might not be having the experience of what it means and how toxic it can be to live a gay life in Jamaica, if it is in fact at all any possibility. And it depends how much money you got, power, the circle. Um, my journey. I never woke up one day and realized, oh shit, I'm pansexual or, 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 or gay or I don't, you know what I'm saying? I've always known who I was and I've always been okay with understanding that it was something I'm going to have to step into. 
for some reason, either to be more powerful or more free. I had envisioned coming out, maybe run 40, because I didn't want the distraction, to be honest, because um, a lot of people, like when, it, when it's a singer, people run with the whole, oh, I'm a body boy, I'm a fish thing, and it's, it's such a distraction. It's like a road bump, and I go, fuck, here we go again. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, people should have focused on this, and oh, she's like a fucking pest. You know, it's like a little cockroach we have to kill. So it's, it's an annoyance. Um, but, um, you go through life and you learn certain things. And I realized then and there that it meant more to the greater good to live in a freer way so I could be the change I wish I had on my lowest days. You know what I mean? And yeah, my stepping home is like, I'm pansexual and now it is said by me, what else is there to be done? Because I think in claiming that it no longer became a term of endearment as far as I was concerned, which was what my issue really was. You know what I'm saying? Um, you can't call me a Batman and it disrespect me anymore. If if you know what I mean, you know what I'm saying. You cannot call me gay and it be an offense. You cannot call me black and it be an offense. You no longer can say a woman and it's an offense anymore. You know what I'm saying. Like I refuse to live that life there. Now, so I do not want to establish or promote the idea of coming out in the sense of seeking approval. Coming out should be. Basically, you just live your life and whomever knows, knows. And that is who you are. You feel comfortable and free. You should never be a prisoner in your own mind or sexuality in your mind. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I think my mental health would have been better as well if I wanted to upgrade. You know what I'm saying? I thought it was time to step in my power. So I said, I call it time for upgrade. When a boy again. Yeah, big man now. Um, and wouldn't like it, so you know. But it's not really my problem because when I was facing death, it was just me. You know, so if I had died, there are planets, there are asteroids, there are black holes, there's dark matter, there's so many other astronomical units out there in the universe. And I happen to be one of those things that still have consciousness. That's a grandeur thing. Why would I waste it living a life that is not mine to begin with? But yet still, I'm the one that gets to pay the life at the end of it. No in a sense. But it's not easy. And growing up in Jamaica, it was always a thing. You know, people would say because I was, if you can speak proper English, you're a batty boy. If you're bright, you're a batty boy. You know, if 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 you know push the badness or or, or the whole gang, the, the, the stereotypical gangster thug thing, you know what I'm saying, you're a batty boy. Um and then I realized quite young that basically being intelligent to dumb people would mean you're a body boy. And I also have those people that will say, well, you know, the buggery thing is because of slavery where they forced um, straight black men to have anal sex. Homosexuality and slavery has no, um, nothing common in its existence or its start. So you can't tell me say gayness was created because uh, the, the, the possibility of another man loving another man and having sex with another man did not and was not coined in that moment when slave masters forced men, black men, to have sex against their will. You cannot compare my sexuality to rape if you're trying to describe it. You know what I mean? And that is how deeply rooted people's ignorance is, is going because a lot of people will stop at nothing to prove why it is that they really have no reason to be championing this hatred to anybody that dares to be different just because they know, you know what I mean? I don't know where you're doing your yard, you know? Um, so it can be cloud when you're on maneuver through the judgment clouds, but why? <laughs> just not look back here, man. That way, nothing can frighten you, you know what I mean? <laughs> But I, and and I didn't be able to not take it serious. You know, for me, the most free and important thing I ever did was was to step fully into not just my sexuality, but having a voice. You know what I'm saying? And daring to change things. That was how I felt I was parented. You know, um, just how government approached certain people and how it's literally right there, palpably clear in people's eyes, where people think it's something they should be proud of. 
And so when you speak of wanting something better, then they'll say, oh, yeah, I make Jamaica look bad. But you actually, idiot, I make Jamaica look bad by telling me I should die and not come back because Jamaica wants nothing to do with me. You know what I'm saying? Or anybody else like myself. So it's like, don't misrepresent this idea of Jamaica because it's not going to do you no good in the future. You know what I'm saying? Everybody the embassy that I never do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, and, and also, I do not want to weaponize my sexuality. So, um, it's, it, 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 it's, it's a tough call. So, growing up in a Jamaica, it did hard, it's tough. Being Jamaican and being known, it still is tough because even though I'm strong enough to not care, you know, I say, there was a time when my little sister used to go to school and she used to get bullied. And I said, oh, yeah, you're a body boy and da-da-da-da. But my sister tough. You know what I mean? So them couldn't really, them can't really get past our, 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 our layers. So that's, that's to me, the thing that did bother me. But that's cool. But we know people get disenfranchised from their family. Okay. Um, but we just have to, each one teaches one, you know? Yeah, um, I remember in an earlier episode, one of the, I think the first episode, um, you, you can't sit with us, I had shared that I had the conversation with my brother about my own sexual identity because I had um, posted my Fortis Queen picture in 2019 and my brother goes to KC and I didn't want him to be caught off guard. Um, and it was, it was difficult for me because it felt like I had to have that conversation with a 12 year old who in all fairness to him, he shouldn't have to, but I felt I had a duty to my brother to prepare him. Um, and I think fortunately enough, he, he hasn't had any like negative experiences. And I know between when I went to Casey and him going, it was completely different experiences. What was your experience like going to Casey? Well, I think... In reference to, 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 to what your, this perception of your sexuality was. Well, for me, I, I was one of those, I maybe have bright people privilege, right? So maybe in a, <laughs> I was in stream class from seven, from eighth grade go forward. So I, I didn't interact with a lot of the rest of the school. And right. so a lot of opportunities. I mean, people said things, but from a very early age, certain things never ever bother me. Um, mm. And so I didn't hear what people said or thought about me for a very long time. People did just think to my face, they also my face day. And I think that reputation preceded me more so than my queerness or per- perceived queerness at the time. And so um, I didn't get the brunt of it. I know there were others who got way harsher experiences um, and me. So, yeah, I think I was one of the fortunate people in terms of just how my own journey worked out. Um, I yeah. did want to ask, though, um, in naming yourself or identifying yourself, I should say, as pansexual, um, how did you kind of work through that particular identity or, or, um, or using that identifier as opposed to bisexual and and, and 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 perhaps you you did define it in the post where you came out, um, but you know, for the benefit of some of the listeners who may not, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I think um, first and foremost is that that's a very important question to be asked as well. And and one of the things we may understand is that my identity and my gender was something that had um, far confused so many people because they wanted to procure this idea of what a gay person is. And to them, that was a weak person, not a man, um, unable to carry out any kind of powerful moves, maneuvers, whatever it must be. You are diminished to being only something that deserves nothing more than death, right? They diminish and take away your, your identity in, 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 in your strength. Like it's, it's something that people see like a virus, you know what I mean? Like people shun it. And if you ask people about the history of, Queerness, none of them know. So how can you hear something you don't even understand? That is what ignorance is. And in my life, I grew up, um, and this is never, this is not something that I've ever shared before with somebody um, public, you know. But but in, in coming out, these were one of the conversations I had with my mom, where I grew up a, a kid that 
attracted to women. No, but it's fine. I knew that. Um, and everything is fine, but I, I never saw myself as being closed off to, to anything. I just know, oh, you have a girlfriend, you like her because such and such and such. And then I also understood that this was something that even when I didn't try or had any interactions with a, with a, with a guy, you know, it still was something in the back of your head where I say, you cannot really define having an issue with anyone. I do not remember myself really and truly having an issue where sexuality or gender roles was concerned ever in my life. You know what I'm saying? And maybe it's because I grew up around a mom that was very empowered. So she went, she, she never did do the status quo. She never did go marry no man and take care and no pick me and make no man treat her in a certain way. You know what I'm saying? If a, if a man can't have five girlfriends and them say, my girl, it's a woman can't have five boyfriends and she a man is still. And there's no disrespect in that. But again, the world is so fucked that we tell ourselves we're so intelligent so we should segregate. But that whole thing is our whole load of bullshit anyway. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then in my adult life, I connected with men just as well as I connected with women. And and also um, non-binary um, 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 human beings. I've, 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 I've never had a physical type. I have relationship rules and a gender rule that I prefer for me, you know what I'm saying? Like I identify as a man that is pansexual and 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 I am attracted to feminine energy and feminine energy is not just found in a woman, you know what I mean? And 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 femininity is more than what people would describe it as. If you say what is feminine? Girly and you know what I'm saying people don't understand even how to respect the very thing them hate you for not want that being the only yeah you know you need to do it's confusing. So um I've always known that but it was never ever something where the first relationship I had was like I was 21, 22 with 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 a, with a guy. And boy well, that did rough. But it wasn't something I could have, you know, been as comfortable with. I remember like walking and I'd be in America, but I would still feel uncomfortable if this guy, you know, the whole man, I like, I'd feel so, I mean, I understand why I was living my life almost like I was afraid of something. I mean, so what am I going to lick me? You know what I'm saying? I touch a button, I touch a button too. So what am I afraid of? Why is it that I am being intimidated about how I go about my life when I don't even know what this person does that they'd be ashamed of because somebody would judge them when they close the doors. So I'm rubbing myself. But still, you know this logically, but it's easier said than done, you know what I mean? And, and, and when you grow up in a homophobic place, it can be traumatic to you yes. being brave enough to, to, to step into who you are because if you, your whole life you feel like something is wrong, even when you convince yourself say it's okay, you still will feel like a monkey with wings. What the fuck are these? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like, that was a process for me. And I think trauma is what prompted me to be like, fuck this. You know, if mega dead, <laughs> you say if mega dead, I'd rather knowing, know that I died being exactly who I was and being stronger than most of these men that say I'm weaker because I'm gay when they don't have the balls to walk into a gay man's shoe and live gay facing people like them for not even a week, them would have cry and ball. Yet I'm the quote-unquote girl. Then you go home to your girl and want a, 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 a big forward when you just use her as a term of endearment. So you get a double kill this all. You're doubly stupid. You know what I mean? So being gay isn't a weakness. Being gay is something that is normal for anybody to express themselves as and is a right and a freedom of whatever it is that you feel you need to identify as. But it is a heavy, heavy load that not many men or women can pick up, Preach. you know what I'm saying, or handle or carry. And, and, and it's not because I chose to be gay, it's because you chose to be homophobic while my life is complicated. You know what I'm saying? Because you chose to be homophobic, then right? <laughs> Dalton Harris is now something that trends because I'm using my sexuality. No, bro. I am who I am. You just have a problem with it. So it make your, your videos or it make your, your, your whatever it is that them put it. You judge me because of your own judgment. 
You know what I'm saying? Um, so all of that saying, that day they mean just, you know, you're still suicidal and you know, say, yo, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do this and I've battled with it for a while, I've battled with it for a couple of years. And it was many things, a combination of many things. And I was like, you know, there's many things I don't like about myself. There's so many things that I feel like I would be intimidated or afraid or ashamed if somebody knew. But no, I give zero fucks, to be honest. Because my life means a normal person where I'm not perfect. You know, some days I feel ugly. Some other days I feel like I'm cute and a blood bleed. Then the other days I feel like I'm lazy. The other days I feel like I can cycle 50,000 miles. You know what I'm saying? Some days I feel on top of the world and some days I feel swallowed by it. You know what I'm saying? Some days I feel like a superhero and some days I feel completely helpless. It's fucking okay, though. Right. You know what I'm saying? But but I had to realize that I needed to fix my life because I can't keep complaining about and being hurt about the same things all my life. There's At some point, I'm going to have to adapt and evolve. And my evolution came in being proudly undiscreet or whatever it is. I no longer wanted to hide my sexuality because it was a disrespect to the people that I was dating. It was disrespectful to myself. You know what I'm saying? It was disrespectful to anybody I came in contact with because if I cannot treat myself with the dignity and respect I deserve, then how dare I even emulate that to somebody else? You know what I mean? I want to think about that. Somehow we feel like, <clears throat> you know, we can't hold myself accountable. I had to hold myself accountable first. And also, I didn't want to be the, the, the DL dude that somebody's son was sleeping with. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to respect your body. Do not, to any gay person watching this or listening or whatever, do not allow anybody that is DL or discreet that would not help you when you needed it or would not be an ally for what you are, which is a part of the LGBTQIA plus community. If that person would walk past you being beaten up in the streets for your sexuality, they do not deserve your body. I don't care what kind of fetish you feel like. Yes. No, for real. And that is one of the yes. things where we have selfie. Just like black people bleach, sometimes gay people feel like in order to sustain or feel something you feel be with somebody that is quote-unquote less gay because you still believe this idea of gay is the one thing. You know what I'm saying? When gay is universal like you know what i'm saying and the reason why i identify as pansexual is because i didn't want to say bisexual because for a long time you used to wonder me i say and tell me if i'm wrong every single time somebody's told me they were bisexual what it meant was no i really am straight but i just fuck dudes in quiet but i'm not gay i'm straight so basically i'm only bi because i'm not that gay so don't count me as one of them but, you know, and for me, every single time somebody identified as that, maybe I've trauma. I mean, I said, but yeah, all right, I know me like girls, I'm like guys, so that means me buy what I say, no, because it's not like a physical only thing. It's like it's deeper than that. You know mm. what I'm saying? Um, yes. You can see anybody and say, damn, pretty, but it's a, it's a, it, it, a, a, a human beings come with a soul, an aura, an essence, you know what I'm saying? And that essence is deeper than the physical to me, you know what I'm saying? And that's how you know, I came to, I mean, the research, and I said, yeah, I am pansexual. Um, but I refer to myself as a gay man because I understand that. Um, Many young gay men are, you know, saying sometimes, and everybody will see the world, and I'm not kept in America, and I didn't see But no, if, if somebody didn't help me or do something in advancement off, then I'd be nowhere, you know what I mean? And all of us, like, we all want to be the, 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 the richest this, the richest that, the biggest this, the most that this, and the blah, blah. But we never want to stop to think, how, how is it and who made it possible? You know what I'm saying? The people before us, like, what you do for impact the world, like in the world, and you have to take up space and time and money and carbon and oxygen and something there. What are you doing for people like you to have a better, what positive thing that you do towards something that changes anything for the better? You know what I'm saying? It can be as simple as every week you see somebody, you tell them something kind because I'm going to go work and be a bit more productive. I want them to be a bit more productive. It probably might mean them work at this electric plant. 
and it was so efficient that people's electricity bill maybe dropped or some shit. You know what I'm saying? You never know what one act of kindness or goodness or the, or, or for help somebody do. You know what I mean? And I, you know, now I, I'm a pansexual man in my sexual practices, but I'm a gay man because um, I don't just like women. And I want it to be very clear that I'm not trying to downplay any part of my gayness or my queerness. You know what I'm saying? I'm not less gay or more gay because um, it's not just men. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting to hear you like break this down for us because I remember when you came out last year, I got into at least three different arguments with um, straight identifying Jamaicans who know me about you using the term pansexual or or your um, to talk about your pansexuality because Mm -hmm. and the, the main argument was that. If him gay, if you're saying gay, like just come out as gay, you don't come out already. No, me feel sick. Him just uh, use the word pansexual to add the facts there. In gay. I'm like, <laughs> no, if he was gay, he would have said, I'm pretty sure we had the boss to say he's pansexual. He would have said, yeah. I as am far gay. As Jamaicans are concerned, there's no such thing as bi or pan. If you're, if you're gay, you're gay. You know what I'm right. saying? Once there's one blanket term, isn't it? <laughs> like, if, 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 if women aren't the only thing you look on, bro, you are gay. Nobody cares about right. Right. Do you find yourself having to like constantly, I guess, educate people on the difference, or do you just not bother? Because that sometimes I'm at that point where I'm just like, look, when I start talking about my gender identity, and I'd be like, well, you know, I know I'm gender non-conforming presenting, but I identify as a man because I need you to understand mm-hmm. that a man doesn't just look like the stereotypical heteronormative right. way that men are portrayed. But sometimes it gets yeah. exhausting. So I'm like, do you find yourself at that point yet? Or um, I mean, I get accosted daily. Like, is at, at this point it's normal, but it's not it's not personal and it's also not my and my business. It has nothing to do with me, really. But I do try to educate people if there's something like if ever I have an opportunity to, then I always try to make sure that I'm coming from a place one of four because I will not because I'm gay people would like if I were very polite in my being gay people would like if I were very invisible okay we want you to be gay but keep quiet when I want to sit on your, your blah 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 you know what I mean um, and I am not looking for tolerance Hope not. I am not looking for you to tolerate me and say eh, it's okay if you have the least bit issue with me then Sorry for ignorance, but it's what we can see here. So, like, I am not going to diminish myself and small myself down because of a problem that is yours, not mine. Right. You know what I'm saying? But now, in terms of like, I don't think the days of like, sometimes I am bored. Like, and like, you will see like a one or two dumb people, and you just feel like you will, you will, you will say something and then we respond and then we get a result. Right? Then you know them turn friend. You know what I'm saying? Like those things happen, and uh, all the time I'll have people that them come at you and you you say something and you kind of like like jeer them like sarcasm and sarcasm with a little bit of truth and you know, um and them come round but it's also not my job to educate people like I can't applaud you for doing the right thing, um um, but I'll say this: everybody has an issue with everything until it's them. Right. You know, um, and, and 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 as I said, the gay experience in Jamaica is very tough. And the the thing that bothers me now is the fact that we have a a a a, a, a government minister that is minister of gender. To me, when you say a minister of gender, that is such an affiliate of the LGBTQIA community. When you speak of gender, it should encompass all there is. And it happens that gender and LGBTQIA people are synonymous. You know what I'm saying? So why is it then that it is still illegal for two men to engage in a sexual activity? Why is it illegal for men to be um, lawful partners? You know what I'm saying? With each other. And these things, when you talk about them, people say, how do you put this thing on your, 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 you have this thing. But Jamaica have KFC and McDonald's and Burger King and all of these things that are non-Jamaican. Weren't those destroying the the, 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 the culture? 
those are foreign things. You know what I'm saying? If you want to describe gayness as something foreign, you know? Um, but my biggest surprise was, <clears throat> you know, when, when the whole thing, because I never spoke, my sister knew, and people around me knows knew as well. Like people that knows, know me, know me, never really lived my life hidden or like went out of my way and around people or anything like that. Um, but in terms of just public, it wasn't a distraction or something I wanted, you know what I'm saying? But for a long time, it was power people took from me, you know what I'm saying? So you have to take it back. Um, so I, I have a question, um, well, an intervention and a question. One, the intervention is because I know you had talked about, you know, your experience of persons who use bisexual. And I know a lot of people have used bisexual in that way. But I know there are others who genuinely are using the term bisexual. Are, that, that are genuinely bisexual, yeah. Right, right, right. Me used to think me, that one of the people then we used to use it just for, for, for the image. Oh, okay. Yeah. I can understand that. Um, yeah. But, but I think there are people who, you know, in terms of bi meaning to and can say, a pansexual person say, um, the gender of the individual doesn't matter to me. Um, whether um, man, non-binary, um, agent or whatever. And I would be yeah. a person. Yo, me like, when I ask a question, I'm like, a school will do. I love all that band. You know, just so the, the thing flip, like, you know, when, when the band said I go and everybody calm and cool, and my Virginia go, yes, I do my homework. I'm going to teach. I know, say, I'm going the best in the class. Okay, see, you can see you in a brother. And I'm promising. But I wanted to ask, um, because you brought up something about, you know, um, you coming out as a way to kind of affirm the people you were dating because then you had you didn't want to be the deal and discreet person. I mean, big to claim to claim to claim my power is the most thing. The first thing, and also the second thing was to respect. They have better relationships as well. Yeah, right. You can't you can't be deal and have a fully healthy relationship. So, because me's a big advocate. Me, as an old person, I tell other old people, do not date deal people. It I makes mean, sense. It didn't mm. have a workout. It will never work out. I mean, this is where the fuck might nice. It might flip it up, drop it on outside or something. It, just, it won't. <laughs> it depends. Out. It depends. It depends because a lot of people and, and, and everybody said, like, every relationship I've ever been in, I, it started out saying we didn't want anything. You know what I mean? Mm. That way I said, yeah, man, no feeling. I was like, cool. And then, and then Philadelphia ball, you know, but um, it's, there are people that, you know, there, there are people that definitely um, take advantage of, 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 of certain people. Yeah. And women I really like is, 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 you know, get free, have a gay experience and like you can't have the, on the deal with some three and four bridging down this out where you have sex with men and then you're the one that must go and say, but the man for dead. And uh, you know what I'm saying? The hypocrisy there. And also, if you are strong enough to want to lash out and hate, so then you might as well be brave enough to say, just like when man go dance, go bust for you say, who not eat pussy? And them tongue, them frisking a blurt knot. You know what I'm saying? They have double giant. So it's like, why, why live your life? Like to me, bravery is bravery. Bravery is not a facade. So, who is really the bigger man? The man that claims who is or the one that hates him in public because he's probably afraid to admit the fact that he's probably in some way similar. You know, I just you say he's not similar and you know have no problem with it just because you feel like I'm with a most. That's really what it is, you know. So my question was, um, prior to you coming out, was there did you, was that tension existing in your relationships, like requiring discretion <clears throat> or not? No. Okay. No, it's never been an issue for me because, as I said, I've never really handled my relationships on that level. So for me, it was me as a person who wanted the best, most efficient life. So I felt like if I were openly out, then I could probably be mentally better. Like even in something as simple as an argument, because sometimes you get angry in a relationship, you want to lick or something, and probably it did go back to something I want trigger word where it go back to the fact that probably you are masking up. You know what I'm saying? You never know where masking up part that you can do. And you're never really fully, truly at fullest peace and acceptance of yourself if there's a part of you that you're still struggling with. So 
naturally the people that are around you are going to become affected. We never really have um the issue the issue in my past relationships. I think um every relationship I've had it's um always been because of a future, you know what I'm saying? I'm always been in a relationship with big these big um sometimes I expect too much. And and me always say, yeah, man, we are go we are go married and 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 I want kids and a family and sometimes putting that pressure upon it kind of like takes away from just being in the moment, you know what I'm saying? So sometimes at that time I really should think them. But all I'm really should think them would have would have been better if I were more openly, you know, with my um sexuality for sure. Okay, um, I'm I'm glad you. You spoke about that. Um, thanks for prompting that, Glenroy. Um, so, how do you think that contrasts now with um, being out as a pansexual? Because in my own experience, um, I've always had a fair bit of anxiety approaching women because then I'm also non-binary. But, you know, mm-hmm. so, you know, like, it's easier for me to, to go with men. Mm-hmm. Um, do you find that that's had any impact on like the experience with dating? Uh, this is what I did when I when I the minute I started dating men, um, um, I never dated a woman without disclosing that hey, this is where I was because I felt like um, it would have been weird. And to me, you can't go in a relationship with a foundation of being kind of rocky because I've done that before. But sometimes you're going on a relationship and you want to lick a lie, fuck up, wait, could I go, you know what I mean? And then, so it's like, it is different and you're going to get anxiety because, again, you have the trauma of the fact that you're gay means you're not man enough and women want a man, you know what I mean? And you feel like, but me is a man, you know what I'm saying? Like, every part of me work just like a man, and, but you feel like, you feel inadequate because, again, when when you experience homophobia, it is something that tells you to be small and makes you feel worthless. You know what I'm saying? So there are people, there are there there are, there are, there are people for everybody. Like just to me, the best I I, I think is be with somebody who know exactly who you is and is okay with who you are. Because if not, you just buy time when a few anyways. You know what I mean? You're on borrowed time and you're wasted time. Um. Just I've been there, done that, you know, and do that, you know. But it's a struggle for me, people in general, you know. So yeah. <laughs> you know, um, but also to be honest, like, brother, if you if you if you make yourself available for anything, it will happen. Things when me want now that my mood is if I want something, that just never back on my mind. I'm gonna make myself available for when it comes. Ready. And so you found that when you shared this with the women, I think that probably what a lot of some of the listeners would want to hear, that there were women who were more than open to... Yeah, there are women that are fine with the fact that I date, I, I date men, like I'm dating a woman, you know I'm pansexual. Okay, yeah, and I have an ex that was a guy. Okay, if they are fine with dating a guy that's been with other guys, they continue. If not, then it's okay as well. You know what I'm saying? Don't ever be afraid to lose people because you're not what they want. Because if you keep them around, you won't become what they want. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. I like to hear you say that because when I try to say that to people, it makes me sound like I'm selfish. Like, you married already. You can't say anything. No, and, 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 and also, when you say them things, it's not like you yeah, say, fuck everybody. No, people right. hate people. But, but, but it's like if me wake up every morning and forget to take the bus, somebody shoot me and me don't kill me. And then me re, 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 relive. And go there and stand up at the same place and see the man come with the gun and make them shot me again every month. Me a fool. You know what I'm saying? If you get up every single morning and do the same thing, we know okay, they are foolishness. So what is it all for? Like honestly, it sounds selfish, but it's not. It makes your life so much more efficient. You you waste less time and energy. You know what I'm saying? So my question there, my and my last question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm come with one more question. Um, if, um, would you have um, come out if you were like living and working in Jamaica in the way that you did? 
I probably would not have, it wouldn't have been as public because I probably would not have been as famous there. Mm-hmm. But as I said, I had no intentions of, first of all, I had no intentions of being known or popular. That was a mess up. Two, I had no intention of coming out before the age of 40 because that was my age of feeling like I'd be okay, probably have my kids already, you know what I'm saying, and be at a point in life where I would have dealt with, I mean, also feel like at them time I'm going to deal with my childhood trauma and everything, but it just happened to say, I think them come earlier, you know what I'm saying, and I would have to make a decision. Are you going to put it off again or do you deal with it and I dealt with it, you know? So definitely, if I lived in Jamaica, I would have, would have, would have still, I think it does still happen the way it happened because it had nothing to do with where I was, you know, at the time, because it, to me, it not changed because as far as I'm concerned, it's a Jamaican that is in the public eye and whether you're in London and not, people are going to know you and people right. are going to judge you as hard as ever, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, the things that without X Factor, I wouldn't have had many people, probably would have just been close people to me and that I never gave a fuck about anyways. I love my mother, but I am at the point and I had to get to the point of saying in coming out, I am prepared to lose anybody that would have any issue with me being who I am. And to get to that point, it takes time, you know what I'm saying? But you, you hope for the best, but if me have to choose, you accept me, I'm a no say that hate me if you didn't know say who me is then, and, and be who me is and find people respect me for who me is and have a happy life. Never choose the people that are with me. You know, um, my mother is completely fine with it. My father was a bit too okay with it, and he was the straightest man to know. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's like to me, I get proof every single day how ignorance is a choice. Mm. Because my father, who is a typical Jamaican man, all he wants is for his son to be happy, and he is very proud. So, him like a mother's son grew up to come be you, thinking of him, 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 as somebody where, how dare you come stand up to people and say, you're gay? Like, what do you think, what do you think he is? Yeah? You know what I'm saying? So, I have the strength of my mother, you know what I'm saying, and the wisdom of her faults and my dad's faults and, and, and this, the, the knowledge of every single trauma point in my life. You know what I'm saying? I am a black Jamaican who is gay. You know what I'm saying? You do not get to denounce my experience when it is three times harder than yours. You know what I mean? Simply because you exist. But man. that's good. Fathers can be so surprising. Yeah, but the father because my father, when I was when I was like freaking out, I went to him like, Yeah, dad, I'm getting married. And literally all he said was, Yeah, man, do your thing, man, do your thing, man. I was like, <laughs> that's it. You don't have any questions, you know. No, okay, all right, fine. Let do my thing. <laughs> No, my penis are my penis and my father penis are few penis. You know what I'm saying? We do not want to think about each other's penises. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so my father don't care, you know what I mean? Like, my dad wants me to not have a criminal record and to be fine and happy and be an upstanding man. Being gay doesn't deter right. any of those things, you know what I mean? So again, it's just it's just education and People's interests are at the at the wrong things, you know what I'm saying? People we are right and go and show the American artists are gay and respect them. But if that said artist was Jamaican, hey, the amount of chastisement we would get and why is that so? You understand? Mm. Why? That's the question we have to ask. Why? Mm. How come? You know, if you can be so accepting and not be barred by judgment or or, or ignorance. Well, this is somebody, you just see the person as somebody. Why is it then that your eyes, vision, and sight change when it is one of your own? You know what I mean? Right. That to me, I will make me still I try to figure out. I know we're running out of time and we have like two last questions, but really quickly, we to learn about some of the personal relationships and the changes that happened there. I wonder if professionally if anything, um, since you came out and since it was so public, especially mm-hmm. with I guess in the Jamaican scene or even abroad, has there been any type of changes in those professional relationships as it relates to you and your artistry and your music? I'll say this um, unequivocally. No, corporate Jamaica does not want to touch me. They're too scared. 
Mm. Um, corporate Jamaica distanced themselves from me long before this whole coming out thing. I think from the whole idea where I stood my ground with the child abuse thing and when I said, I mentioned my poverty and people got harmed and people go, oh, the boy disrespecting mother because he said this when I said nothing, you know what I'm saying? Mm. That did hurt mother. I'm going to go back and fix the family. So it's like when sometimes also people believe like fame is this money thing or some people think like you do things because, you know, they've always said, oh, my body man can sell out for money. It's the opposite, you know what I'm saying? If I didn't keep myself to myself and, and play and, and play the whole street thing, would I make more money? You know what I mean? Because there would be less judgment and people afraid to touch things with them, you know, no, no. But no, there's been no, there's been no business gain in coming out, but also, that no means seven of a game, something again, something with the money there and whatever it is, is like I feel like I've established a stronger foundation for myself, you know what I'm saying? And what I'm about. So now people know, you know what I'm saying? But not much change yourself. So awesome to know um that it's been a good run um after coming out. But I mean, we've we've spoken about a lot, and this is the last question that we have for you. Um, you know, like you see, you say things like you never wanted to be famous. That was a a, a what, error mix up. <laughs> Glad you are. Um, so, what does then um, happiness and success look, look like for you now that all of these things are coming coming together mm-hmm. and unfolding in your life? Happiness used to mean being fully who I was, or am, and I'm there now, um, in all aspects, you know what I'm saying? Like, and and um, terrifying as it is in the moment, it is very fulfilling. Um, happiness to me now is peace of mind. Um, um, complete happiness to me is a family. I think that is always going to be an important thing for me. I'm glad my family is good, but at times we build a new one. Um, and to be a working musician, you know what I'm saying? That's always my goal, to be a working musician, you know? Um, and I think my advocacy is something that I'm very pri- prideful of, you know what I'm saying? It's something that I respect highly, you know, um, because there's so many people like me in the world, like the three on up on this call, they sure only know two people, them know two people, them know two people, them know two people, and that's what it was. Um, you know, and, and and something that is very important, I'm going to say to also like for people that is a part of the LGBTQIA, like don't hurt yourself and anybody else like you in trying to be possible or okay in the eyes of somebody who would have turned pan in the blink of an eye. I'm not saying for people to go to them family and say, yo, I'm gay and be disenfranchised because it's hard, but just map out where you want there and be, 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 be strategic, you know what I'm saying? Because it's just what you have to do. You have to be smart and, and, and protect yourself because not everybody has, um, you know, in, in people that are in London or the UK and America, like they'll have normal experiences of being gay and it not being as traumatic as somebody in the Caribbean. But even there, there's issues as well, but somebody and some people, they had to be allies, you know, and that. You had to champion the change. So yeah. Officer after that. Right, we're for saying. Oh, bad to bad you come here for come back. My dad's on the line. That's why we'll come back. <laughs> That's what oh, you want to Kareem and everybody have to come back. Everybody have to come back. Everybody have to come back. I know things who couldn't dive deep in them like that. You know, when I'm starting to talk about the, the whole, like, taking care of your mental health and your spirituality and all those things, I'm all for that. So, um, yeah. definitely. We yeah. we love that. So, thank you so much for coming and joining us and, you know, dropping all the nuggets of your knowledge and truth. And even, and we had more questions, but I think you can just, in how you shared, you covered all To be honest, yeah. I never really read through the word of the question. I think I'm an assistant. Did I tell me about some questions? So I was like, mm-hmm. But you were that stupid. <laughs> really, really, you know. So it's like, 
And also, you now we can have a normal because, like, people, especially in Jamaica, people always talk to me like this some principal, something or whatever the fuck it is. I'm just like, why people treat me like one old man I was? You know what I'm saying? Oh. <laughs> you can't even bring nothing for your daughter. And then next you time. You, well, you really think you can't secure it? <laughs> what is right. it that I've not seen? Where I come back next time then? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I'm there. But this time it's early because I'm literally never know. At six o'clock, I should have done anything, right? Oh, no, no, you were right. I mean, have the wrong. The times don't change from me. I'm not the problem. Sorry. Wait a month. Month. But thank you, thank you so much for joining us and sharing and dropping knowledge of one with it. I'm not going to lie. 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 I'm not going Medit. Oh, okay. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> okay, glad you're right. Okay. <laughs> so but yeah, thank you so much. Um, we hope the listeners um had a good time getting to know you more, hearing <laughs> all of the you know nuances of your own experience, and just learned a little bit more, not just about and sexuality but your journey in music and you as a whole person because I think oftentimes especially for those of us who are out we become reduced to that one part of ourselves and so it was yeah. nice to hear about the, the complexity that is Dalton Harris so yeah. yeah um to our listeners you know where to reach us it is at PhD podcast on Twitter, Facebook, and on Instagram with your feedback, your comments, and your suggestions. If you want to send an email, it's fishdpodcast at gmail.com. We're still in a pandemic. We'll have the long weekend. They might come up of no weekend. The long weekends of no weekend. Mask up, social distance. Wipe it down before you put it in your mouth and mask up for that. And in all things, my dears, stay sophisticated. <laughs> Yeah. Bye. 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 I'm done. <laughs>